Whenever we talk about mental health issues, we need to push that new number, the 988. Uh, that number is not as uh, memorable for a lot of people as 911, but 988 for Suicide and Crisis Lifeline for free and confidential support. Uh, that's an important note, 988. Uh, whenever the, you find someone in your family or yourself struggling with these kinds of uh, mental health issues, which are on the rise in our country. And many patients say they're unable to find the mental health treatment they need, even though they have insurance to cover the care. There is a federal law that requires health insurance companies to provide benefits that are equal between mental health and other health issues. But WJR Senior News Analyst Marie Osborne says the rule is widely ignored, leaving many struggling. Good afternoon, Marie. Hi, Paul, and thanks for mentioning that 988 number. We've talked so many times about this on your show. Mental health issues, especially for children, have skyrocketed in the last few years. Inflation and a shortage of mental health care providers, including psychiatrists, is making the problem worse. The Biden administration is now pushing insurance companies and state regulators to improve coverage. In 2008, the federal mental health parity and addition uh, addiction equity act was passed it did not require insurance plans to offer mental health coverage but if they did the benefits had to be equal coverage as those for other health problems things like co-pays out-of-pocket limits and prior authorizations cannot be tighter or harder to get for other than other medical care so patients and act activists are now saying that the law is not being followed because basically it has no teeth. Insurance companies know they can get away with giving uh, people grief about having these kinds of mental health treatments. A study by the Department of Health and Human Services even confirmed this. The Biden administration has now proposed a rule that would require insurance companies to show how the coverage rules for mental health claims and other health care claims work in their companies and how um, they how many they've approved and denied in each area. The new rule would close a loophole that has allowed more than 200 state and local government health insurance plans to opt out of the law. Now, some states have stepped up surveillance on their own over the last decades, 10 states have fined insurance company a total of nearly $31 million for violating these parity rules. So some states, Paul, are getting it right. And the whole thing about parity is realizing that mental health and physical health are what? They're the same. And and I would only see this because of the information you've dug up and provided to me, Marie Osborne, that, that some insurers actually reimburse mental health care providers at a lower rate mm -hmm. than other providers, and then psychiatrists are less likely to participate in those insurance plans. Right. And then uh, in some cases, too, when a patient, uh, you know, asks for prior authorization for some kind of mental health service, a lot of times companies will just deny them saying, well, that's not, you, we're just denying the service. It's not needed. And <laughs> They just now they need to prove under the, some of these new rules, they now start to have pr to prove why that is. And that's an important distinction. Imagine. I mean, it's bad enough when we suffer from depression or anxiety. But imagine mm -hmm. for a parent with a young child and watching them suffer severe anxiety, the, the desperation you would feel, the you would feel powerless 
and uh, and this is a real big problem, and it's a, apparently a major problem. Is well, the late great Doctor Donna Rockwell used to talk with us about a lot. These kids are exposed to things we never dreamed mm-hmm. of as kids, and a lot of that has to do with social media. Absolutely, and uh, so in other words, there's this uh, other influence in your child's life that you have zero control over. And um, it's that that's why it just makes this so critical that parents and caregivers have at their fingertips the ability to get mental health care for their children without all these obstacles like co-pays, authorizations. Of course, you have to have co-pays and things of that nature, but not using them as roadblocks to the care. Next half hour, you're coming back. You're making yes. a, a, a beautiful dual appearance. What are we going to be talking about? Yeah, I charge extra for that, but it's oh, okay. Oh, now we're in big trouble. Yeah, no, and no, we're going to be talking about uh, how much it costs to work in person. Oh, yeah. It is more expensive to have yeah. to go into the office, no question about it. Mm-hmm. And some people got really used to not spending that kind of money, and they're starting to say, you know what? It adds up on a daily basis. Sure does. All right. Riri, we'll look forward to that. Marie Osborne, WJR Senior News Analyst, as we start the week off together after what was mostly a great weekend in many ways. And we want it to be a great week as we present our relentless positive radio here. Paul W. Smith, In Focus, WJR.